0: This meeting is
1: being recorded. What's up, everybody? The Bodie Bros are back again with another video review. I'm Phoenix Ray, and I am
0: John with a J.
1: And today we have a video by Bruce Lipton, Money and Energy. Take it away, John with a J. Dun, <laughs> dun, dun, dun. money and energy. What did you uh, think of this video?
0: Uh, I thought that I needed to um, find out more about. Um, Mr. Lipton, doctor, okay. is it do- Is it Dr. Lipton? I think it's doctor.
1: I, I think so, but I'm not hundred percent. I'm pretty sure.
0: Um, I'm pretty sure
1: it is. So I looked
0: it up and the first word that popped up was epigenetics, which boom linked me directly to Dr. Joe Dispenza and that whole group of theory, thought, understanding, belief, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but then, and I knew ep- epigenetics was roughly about energy and, and your thoughts control, you know the 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 movie that you're watching in front of you, and you can alter right. your DNA and all this stuff. But I wanted to find a layman's term, so I just Googled, like I did for this background. I Googled money and energy and got this little. Yeah,
1: thing. I never I never heard of that term. I know, like I mean, obviously this this video is about money and energy, and I know um, I know we did a review of uh, Joe Dispenza before we did one of his videos. Yeah, that was a really popular show too. Um, yeah, so I know they I know they're both both these people are are pretty popular. And so, I never actually heard that term.
0: Yeah. So I Googled um, epigenetics layman terms, layman's, layman's, apostrophe S. Yes. And here we got a nice short definition uh, for us, first and foremost, and for the audience, if you're not in the know, uh, your genes play an important role in your health, but so do your behaviors and environment, such as what you eat and how you physically, oh, how physically active you are pardons, epigenetics is essentially the study of how your behaviors and environment can cause changes that affect the way your genes work. Okay, so pretty basic. Um, And this is a whole, it's not a new wave because this video is 11 years old, but I I would say this is one of the newer um, thought models practices disciplines i don't know whatever label you want to smack on it um that came out of things that weren't working for for folks or that that were very limiting um as far as shadow work was concerned and and psychology and 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 so the, the epigenetics came out a fancy flashy new term and, yeah. and new doctors and, and but Ray, it comes back simply to what we always talk about or try to talk about, simplicity. And this right. whole video, albeit only eight minutes long, talked about using money, um, using your energy. Uh, no, not using, visualizing or, or coming onto the understanding and the awareness, very important word in epigenetics and just life in general, of treating your thoughts as currency right mm-hmm. and he uses the whole checkbook imagine you know you're not going to walk down the street and write a check to this guy and that girl and this person and them and there and you're not gonna do that because you're gonna be broke at the end of the day you're going right. to choose now if, you, if you're super wealthy and you can do that that's freaking fantastic but even the wealthiest of wealthy just they can't spend and do that yeah. all day long because it'll deplete them, not just financially, but emotionally and just physically, snore, et cetera, et cetera. So here's my nutshell and then take it away. And then maybe we can launch a discussion from this, but it's a pretty basic ass video. Um, right? Just being super mindful of your thoughts and and do what we love to do, we'll do it early in this episode, sprinkle loving awareness on them. Don't deny them, disown them, suppress them, whatever. But when they come up, ask yourself, is this worth investing in, right? Mm-hmm. Is, is this going to pay off dividends for a brighter day, a brighter moment, a brighter future 10 years down the line? What What value is this thought going to give to myself and or any other sentient being or this planet? fill in the blank of all the other possibilities. And so you, you can do that and be like, when, when worry comes up, because they address worry, right? And that's the number one thing I think is humans, you know, fear and worry, um, hand in hand, walking down the street. And you can say, I want to walk that way. So I want to put my, I want to write my check, not for this over here. Uh, I want to put, I want to write this energetic check for this thought. And maybe that's love. Maybe that's love, right? And I'm gonna, I'm gonna gonna take what what was just happening here, and and withdraw my energetic check from that bank and deposit it into this bank. Sorry, my microphone's tripping. Mm -hmm. Uh, Into the bank of something else that feels like um, it's going to be healthier for me and and ultimately more create a more wealthy life for me and those around me. Yeah, um, that's that's kind of what I got out of it. I don't know if there's. Anything I mean, yeah.
1: I mean, I, I kind of got the same thing. I mean, I, I, what, that that term—it seemed like you know, maybe they came up with that fancy term, but really, that whole uh, philosophy has been <laughs> around for thousands of years. It's pretty much Zen, <laughs> just given it a different name. Right. Um, being mindful of your thoughts, and yes, yeah, so he draws the comparison between money and, um, energy and using those together. And, you know, just to kind of, um, cause you know, a lot of people care about money a lot in the society in case you haven't noticed.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so it's like, you know, like, Oh wait, my thoughts are energy. And, you know, using that to maybe kind of draw you in and kind of like, Oh, okay. I could see how, um, you know, I'm putting all my energy, I'm putting, I'm spending my money on these things that I can't change and I don't have any control over my life. And, fighting internally you know we get in those 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 mind struggles and those those little arguments when we're in the shower or whatever in our minds and um a lot of that is just i think is just because we we take on other people's points of view other than our own and then we end up arguing those on our side our head and (laughs) all that all that stuff and then you know we get we know we we get depleted after a while you know a lot of those things come up and um you know, especially if we watch TV a lot or we're on um, our phones a lot, you know, looking at like, you know, all that stuff, Facebook and Twitter and all that stuff like that, that can get us agitated because, you know, you see all these, all these different points of view and all these things come at us and all this stuff. And it's just like oh, in our heads and sometimes we have to unplug and, um, right. you know, maybe take some time to meditate or some time in solitude and just unplug from all that stuff.
0: And so in that, in that moment, what I hear that you're saying is, is that when you're scrolling or doing that, and it's, it's not a healthy scroll, mind you, right? It's not, it's not one of those news feeds for whatever reason, the algorithm, (laughs) the algorithm decides to either like elevate you or screw you that day, whatever Um, you've, you're making a conscious decision in those scrolling moments to deposit into the bank of not so great.
1: Well, you think about the even money, we pay attention. So we're paying attention. Ooh, so we're using like that energy. We're there. paying that attention and we're depleting ourselves because we're paying attention to things that, you know, um, can cause a lot of division and a lot of separation in that, in us. And so we're using that energy. So we need to kind of maybe back off of that stuff a little bit. So we're not depleting ourselves or our life force. Um, cause then it goes hand in hand with that other cliche, right? Um,
0: you're writing checks your body can't cash, or something like that, or, or Johnny Johnny Cash and what? I don't know. It's one. I of those don't know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, this was a very. Uh, I think this is kind of a back to basics type of type of video. Yeah. I mean, I think you know both of us know this. A lot of people know this stuff, but you know what though? Sometimes this could be one of those videos that you come across that you kind of like, you know, you stumble upon and it's like, even though you've known, you may have heard this stuff years ago and this is old stuff, <clears> sometimes <throat> it could be hit you at the right time though and give you a little bit of a refresher and be like, yeah, you know what, hey, you know what, maybe I do need to focus a little bit on, you know, I do feel like a little divided in myself, I do feel depleted, maybe I do need to check myself and kind of like, you know, am I, you know what, what are all these thoughts coming up and why are these thoughts, why are these triggers coming up and you know, so much and I'm, you know, fighting with my own thoughts a lot and um, maybe kind of give you, you know, some self self self-examination and maybe some evaluation and, you know, bring yourself back to that place of loving awareness.
0: (laughs) Sprinkle, sprinkle. I think every video that we review is it all keeps dialing back to the same thing that you just mentioned, man. They're, they're gentle reminders. There's no mind boggling discovery, new wave, new age, new, anything old school, new school, whatever words you want to put on the words. It's, it's really just coming back to home and, and yourself, right? Like the, the answers are all there. I don't, I don't feel like we were, we were shot onto this planet or born from the ground or however you want to visualize it screwed and we had to figure it out like oh and then then some something or someone or some place is looking down on us going <laughs>
1: uh, you know well, that, <laughs> could be you think could be, but yeah. um yeah i do think there are some spiritual traps for sure for certain
0: well no no, no. Uh, no i get oh no i uh, okay i understand what you're saying there i'm talking about like a lot of us that feel like we were born into a place where there's no, like, like we're, we're, we're just screwed. screwed. Well, it's a life. I
1: think it goes back to like what he said with this video is your perception creates your reality, right? So you have this perception, you know, I I think like a big thing today in spirituality is the the whole prison planet concept. A word is prison planet. Look at this. We have these people are over us. We're getting taxed for this and taxed again for this and everything is just like, and you can look in that perception that way. And I could, I could easily see why people would think that this is a prison planet, right? The way everything is and how we're controlled and how we're manipulated a lot in the media. hundred percent. And I think there is, I think there is some layer of truth to that, but I don't think it's, I don't take it as far as a lot of these other people do. Right that this is a prison planet, you know, but I mean, but you know, it's your perception though. And if you see it that way, if you see it totally that way, then that's how you're going to live. And what you're in, if your perception like that and you perceive it, you're always going to see evidence for that. Right. Right. I guess (laughs) you're going to find that.
0: Yeah. I guess what I was trying to say, maybe I didn't articulate it well is is no matter what you believe or what you feel about any and all of that, It really feels like a lot of time the answer is just, again, here's that word, and and the simplicity of coming back to you and listening to you. Because when you were born as a little baby, you did not view anything as a prison, anything. It was all spectacular (laughs) joy and newness and, and glory and love and beauty, right? I mean depending, of course, on your surrounding environments, but for the most part, when you're a baby, at least for the first few days or whatever, unless you're in the hospital going, but oh, there's always caveats, folks, but you know what I mean, in general terms speaking yeah. here. Like, and we can't return to that baby nature and probably wouldn't serve us well as, you know, 40, 50, 60-year-old, 20, 30, 100-year-old adults to be walking around goo goo and bumping into each other and not really getting anything done. But just just a, re- a return to love, a return uh, to innocence the, the, the best we can. And um, being very, very mindful, because as babies we weren't, but as adults, we can, because we're armed with this understanding now of these thoughts. And, you know, as, as I was watching the video two, three times, three times um, today, uh, I saw my thoughts a few times, you know, dissociating, right? I was outside and it's really nice outside or some other thought for business or personal came up or whatever. And I'm like, well, you're doing it. You're doing what he's talking about right here. You're deciding to take your check out of the bank of the present moment and the assignment in front of you and deposit it into something that you cannot presently control. You cannot you know, you can hope, you can pray, and he does talk about that. He talks about worry. He, he, um, yeah, the Bhagavad right? yeah, the Bhagavad he the yeah. I
1: was kind of surprised to see a Bhagavan Das quote come up. You don't really hear him very much yeah. worry so, praying. worrying is praying for what you don't want. To happen. That's a pretty good quote,
0: yeah, right. And so, we can do that, and in, yeah. in. That moment today, watch doing my homework assignment for today's podcast. I put that practice to use. I was like, okay, okay, okay. I can't worry about this money or this job or or what what I'm doing here, what I'm building there, because that's that's not happening right now. What's happening right now is this video, and I had to rewind it because I missed. And we do we do this in social situations. You know, we do this when we're just snuggling up on the couch with a loved one or something like that, or even reading a book, you know, we, we allow ourselves to write checks for this bank that really doesn't serve us very well. No. I mean, banks in general, my gosh, maybe we need to, (laughs) maybe we need to put our energetic thoughts into a credit union. I I don't know. That so. whole system is messed
1: up, but <laughs> I, yeah, I see what you're saying. It's, um, yeah, we have all these thoughts come up. And I mean, a lot of times those thoughts, obviously we can control our thoughts to some extent. You know, if we all think of like a purple, an elephant, we could all visualize an elephant right now. But a lot of our thoughts are very just, they just come up. It's almost like sometimes it's like a stream on the bottom of, you know, the TV screen, the little ticker. Yeah. And it's like, bah, 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 bah. it's like this little or this like radio that's like on just a little bit, you can't turn it all the way off. And you kind of have to like, sometimes you, you know, it's, it can cap, you know, a certain thought will come by and it will captivate you it's, and it will pull, it will pull your awareness in. But you have to remember though, that you're not the thought, you're the awareness, you're the one that's aware of the thoughts. And that's what the, the true self is, is that awareness of the thoughts. And, you know, once you become that, everything, your whole life becomes a meditation. Hmm. It's always coming back to the center. is being where, okay, oh, I've drifted off. We're always going to drift off. You know, I don't, you know, I don't care who you, we're always going to drift off to some extent. And that's not the point. The point isn't that you, is this, you know, always try to, you know, it's, you're going to drift off, but realize when you realize that you've drifted off and that coming back to center, that's really the most important part of a meditation yeah because that's that gives you the power that gives you the muscle to really like, to come back and to come back and eventually you do that and then eventually it kind of gets to the point where you know you're not drifting off for an hour maybe you're drifting off for a minute maybe you're not drifting off for five minutes maybe it's only a couple seconds now you're just always you know you're always putting the wheel back to this you know back and to the center, back to the center and that's
0: why they call it practice right
1: because, yeah,
0: yeah. 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 And same holds true for anything and everything, like drumming, and and uh, I'm I'm trying to learn new rhythms and stuff um, uh, with my drums. And the 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 term that keeps coming up is muscle memory. And you just talked about that. So like by by doing the meditation, doing the meditation, those gaps become smaller and smaller and smaller by doing the drumming, doing the drumming, the drumming becomes faster and faster and faster and more, you know, in rhythm and with the beat and blah, blah, blah. And, and, and then you get to the point I was doing it on the steering wheel the other day. And I was like, Oh, um, I was just doing it. <laughs> and I was like, yes, it's happening. Right. And so. Uh, you, you you steered, you steered my ship right to a place of, uh, of, of, what what I feel to be a beautiful simplicity, and that is when this worry comes up, we do what we always do, right? We meet it with loving awareness. Mm-hmm. But we can we can make the decision. We can stay there if we want, if we feel it's going to serve us, or you know we just we want to be intimate with it with, with for whatever reason. But let's say you already are. It's it's a reoccurring thing that's popping up again. Here comes this worry there hello and then maybe write a check and make it out to love and then take take that love energy right Mm -hmm. and put it in the the very same place that that worry is coming from let's say it's your child right something's Mm -hmm. worrying you about your child instead of that right? Because it's something you can't control. You can do your best as a parent. You can you, can, you can come up with all the things that we do as parents. Maybe in that moment, you can fuel energetically that whole imprint that you're projecting out into the world with love instead of worry. Yeah. Because wh- what's ultimately going to serve you and your child best? To worry?
1: No it's, it's it well I, I i think i think when it comes to worry is that there's a part of you that feels that is benefiting from it right so there's a part of you that thinks that they need it needs to like let's say to keep you, you safe know, if i don't worry if i don't worry about this if i'm not prepared for this worst case scenario then it's going to happen or or what if i'm unprepared for this and this does happen so i think what we do is like you said we give it loving space we give it loving awareness we hold space for it in a loving way We're like okay you could we even ask how, how do i benefit from this what's what part of me is benefiting from this worry and it's maybe it's like oh my god because if i don't go in there and i don't uh if i say the wrong thing at work these bosses coming in today for whatever like that then i could you know i might not get the promotion or they wait you know they're gonna judge me and maybe i i lose my job or something so it's like okay so it's it's benefiting you because you don't want to screw up and you feel that you have to really really rehearse or really make this strong impression on somebody right. this boss coming in or whatever so it's so you have to figure out what part of you is benefiting from that and listen to it listen to his advice and then then you can decide like okay i i, I would say thank it thank you for looking out thank you for you know this you know because his worry is like bah, 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 bah. it's like a siren keeps going off right Right. A lot of time. So see you have to like listen to it and with loving, give it space, give it loving, compassion for it. Listen to it and thank it. Thank it. Take it for its yeah. advice. Like, okay, I hear your advice. I hear what you're saying. Thank you. But however, we both know that if we're not in control, we're both, you know, if we're not calm and collected. <laughs> right. That worst case scenario is more likely to happen. <laughs> right You know, if we're agitated, we're nervous and we're fearful and we're feeling, and you know, that never really that never makes you better. Right. Because m- most
0: wor- most worry is just blind, blatant judgment, isn't it?
1: Yeah, blind, blatant judgment. Yeah. I, get I think it's judging yourself and it's, um,
0: and, and, and others, let's take this boss thing, for instance, or let's say you're going into a meeting room with bosses and you're doing a presentation or whatever, and you're worried about this. You're worried about this, right? In, instead of perseverating on worry, right? Cause that doesn't more properly prepare you. You no, think it does. It you're like, okay, I'm going to cover all the facets. Anytime I've ever prepared for like a job interview or a presentation or something, and I've over-prepared, Ah, shit the shitter, Ray. Like right. if I ever, if I just walked into a room and came from the heart, and dare I say, not even prepare, but just go go in there, just totally guns ablazing with my passion, what I believe and what I already know, dude, that feels good. I'm not saying don't prepare because there's
1: definitely yeah a, a nice, I think there's a middle ground. Yeah, that. there's
0: definitely a very healthy middle ground there for sure. But I, I think, I, I think you can overdo it, but I like oh, what you're 100%. saying. I, th- I, I like what you're saying. Cause we don't want to suppress any aspects of us. And this is a, an aspect of us that's trying to protect us. Right. And uh-huh. we ask it the questions, we give it the space to breathe. And then we introduce this, we write this check of love. And if we put this love into the boss, into the CEO, into everyone else in the room. Right. And we visual. I love your exercise that you talked about in the past about um, I forgot who it was, and I'm sure you'll remember laying out the pictures of of Uh, Ram Dass.
1: Right, right. Okay,
0: it was Ram Dass. Laying out the pictures of all different people, like from the people closest to you to the people like that you really don't like to be in the same room with, and then he he gives love to all of them, right? And spends Mm -hmm. a lot of that energetic time and focus on the person furthest down on the, uh, on the list. Right. Right. And, and that, that just makes so much sense. So in this scenario, say it's the boss and the CEO of the room full of executives, right? If, if you spent, let's call it an hour, and that's a lot, but just visualizing each person individually and then collectively and just feeling yourself like looking into their eyes, feeling yourself like being best buddies with them, I think when you walk into the room, right, to do your presentation, yeah. man, you are, you are beaming with a lot more confidence. If you go in there with worry and you go in there with over-preparedness and I got to hit all these things and if I don't do this then I'm not going to get the job and they're not going to be on the promotion and then my house is going to be gone, blah, 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 right? I think you're screwing yourself.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. it's like, and it's like almost anything, like. Hitting a golf ball, hitting a baseball. If you go in there and you're loose, but you're prepared, you practiced, but you're loose. You know, you're not saying, "Okay, how am I holding my bat? How's my grip? How is this? Is my are my feet too close together or too far apart?" Wait, do I do? Should I? You know, it's you get too much in your head. How do you do? You do terrible. (laughs) But if you're just relaxed, you have that faith in yourself you have that faith in your experience, you know, you've done this before. Um, And you know that, you know what, even if you did strike out, is it really going to matter five years from now? Is it really, you know, right. Then you kind of, kind of just relax yourself and just kind of get in that, in that flow. You just do a million times better than, you know, buying all those thoughts of like, Oh my God, what about this? What about that? (laughs) Yeah. And I think the
0: over-preparedness is, is different for everybody. Right. Like Mm -hmm. that, 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 that's a, that's a broad, you know, measurement there, you know, it's a, it's, yeah, it's, not, just, it's, it's not, yeah, yeah. There, there's the right word. Um, it's definitely not specifically like, to just don't over-prepare because you, you made a great example baseball and, you know, I've talked with you about baseball my celebration of baseball and the nightmare of, of which baseball was to me because of what you're talking about. I had all these coaches yeah. to change this. You need to put your bat here. Don't hold it this way. Put your elbow up, do this and that. I was an all-star before that happened. Then I went through this whole year or two of just all this injection into here. And it wasn't, it, it wasn't doing anything. Sorry, I need to close this zoom thing out. It wasn't doing anything to help me. And that, that was just, that was poor coaching because they didn't identify, oh, what we're trying to do here is not helping him. It's it's hurting him or we're, we're, we're too much in his head. They just kept pushing it, pushing it, pushing it. Right. And, and trying to create something that they wanted versus what I already was, but I see this in like well, let's use modern day because the Super Bowl. Bowl is almost upon us. Football, you have these kids out of college that are just prolific, right? And yes, the NFL is a different game. And yeah. a lot of times they're they're ready to play. A lot of times they're not ready to play, and they just need to watch and learn and stuff like that. But they. Some of them have really, 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 really good rookie seasons. And then they had that they call it the sophomore slump. I think the sophomore slump comes when there's too much good that it's overload, right? And overload, yeah. okay, okay. And then if I had this, You have then- different
1: coaches coming in telling you, you know what? Like look look at quarterbacks. That happens a lot. I think more. This is yeah, I'm sorry. I'm
0: sorry. That's what I'm saying. You, I was know, trying you, to you come in there
1: and you came in and you were, you know, a first round pick doing really well. And then it's like, okay, we need a canker with this and you need to release the ball on this you need to drop back this many steps now and you know change your throwing pattern and it's like man you know it's you that's i think that's too is you see a lot of quarterbacks get kind of screwed up and then it's too much in their head and then you yeah know, and, and now and then they're scared all the time in the pocket because you know oh my god i'm gonna get hit and yeah. they yeah, it's then they have that fear, they're not just they're not relaxed. They're right, not I'm gonna playing. throw an
0: interception and get benched, and then no one no, no team's ever gonna want me again. And 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 I'm gonna say one wrong word uh at, at a press conference like my Jets quarterback did. He said no, <laughs> he said no. And man, he's he's he he's got a mountain to climb now, thanks to the media and the the way the world is. But I mean, here was a kid from BYU and second pick in the draft and now like they talk about him like like he's he's a piece of garbage it's 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 sad it's horrible it's terrible and and you can see the look on his face he just looks like a confused child yeah it really looks he just looks like he's lost i think that's
1: kind of what happened with baker mayfield too yeah i think he too many like he came in they good good, they good and then he kind of got different coaches and change things up and just, you know, never, and just never really came back from that.
0: And so how do, okay. How do we reel this all back in and, and, and tie this in into the last seven minutes and 12 seconds to what this video was about and how it could pertain to you and I and,
1: and the rest of our audience. I would say just be aware of your thoughts as they arise, watch your thoughts, watch your, become aware of how your thoughts distract you. Pull you away from the present moment, create judgment within you, create inner conflict, and be mindful of that. It's it comes down to mindfulness, and then see you know are these thoughts are they enhancing my life or are they taking it away? Mm. And simple as that. I mean, this like you said, this is kind of a short back to basics type of video, but sometimes you need that. You sometimes you need to come back to basics because sometimes we get so lost in this in the world or lost in Whatever bull crap going on.
0: Mm, I like that very much. My three cents would be listen to and trust yourself. Right? Just just mm-hmm. listen, listen and trust yourself. Um damn, what was the second one? Oh. Probably one of the most important things. Have fun and meet everything with love. Everything. Everything. I have been doing this for the past few weeks on and off not relentlessly because we we all get lost in in the life sauce right but every time I stop and and do that right it transforms my day let me back up yeah. it transports me in the moment to a much more beautiful place right and right. then if I keep doing it and I'm and I'm mindful if I start slipping to reinvest energetically in that, then it turns into a spectacular day. And a lot of us have had really shitty days. And I think where where we, I don't want to say fail ourselves, but where where we slip in, in those moments is, is we keep
1: depositing into that same bank. And it just spirals, spirals, spirals. spirals, spirals, spirals. Yeah. You know, we may have like one thing that happens bad to us. We may be, let's say we're late for something. And then yeah. we keep coming back to that. We keep thinking about, oh my God. And we say that, we say, oh my God, this day's already messed up. It was one thing that happened to you out of what probably fifty things that already one out of fifty things that happened to you, yeah, went went wrong, and now Mm -hmm. you're gonna be like, oh, my whole. It's only like three o'clock, or it's only like you know, it could be like twelve o'clock in the day, and like what your whole day is ruined just because, you know, you got caught in a traffic jam, or you forgot your lunch, or you just or you or whatever, or you it's just. (laughs)
0: We say such cruel. Things to ourselves I caught myself after watching this video the second time twice in the kitchen and I was just doing menial tasks right and I was like do you just hear what you just said to yourself that is not loving three seconds later I followed it up with another and I was like oh my gosh John like you this needs to change like you really need to be gentle with yourself and in turn that will spill out into the way you are gentle with others, but it's gotta start here. <sighs> I'm just saying that because I always watch these back, and this is a reminder to myself. And I have been saying this over and over again for the last few weeks, but I think it's huge, man. And it 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 plays in part with this whole writing a check. Right when you when you write the check, make it make it out to yourself. And in the memo, you know, maybe just write, be gentle with yourself. you know like like none of it we're all we're all jacked up we're all f f'd up in one way or another none of us have it figured out so you know just just keep that in mind like we're all struggling and and we all just need that one super powerful thing man and if we can give it to others and that's love
1: love. yeah i see we ended on that and now
0: three minutes (laughs) left heck yeah man Deposit that three minutes into the bank of Zoom, baby. I'm John with a J. Phoenix Ray. We'll see you next time. Get out there. Get under the sun. Get under a tree and get under the one you love. See you soon.